Okay, ready? Yep. Cheers. It's not as satisfying with the... Without glass? Yeah. Yeah. But we can't be trusted. No, we cannot. <laughs> Hi, everyone. It's Nathan. I'm here for another episode of Booze and Broadway. Um, I'm going to get drunk. I'm going to get things wrong. But that's just people. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Um, we're coming to the end of our season. I'm very sad about it. Um, but that's okay. Uh, we've got one more episode. Uh, we got two more episodes after this one. Uh, we're doing... Uh, we're, I'm going to do a Christmas episode next week. Because it'll be like the first week of uh, December. And then uh, y'all are picking the final episode. So I need you to send me what show you want and which host you want that you have already heard. Because <laughs> um, I don't think people really listened to that one last time. Uh, so yeah, just let me know. And then uh, like, share, and subscribe. And review. I like the reviews. The reviews are fun. Mm -hmm. I got a new one this week. Um, so going into the co-host for this week. Oh, yeah. Uh, guess who's back, y'all? With a vengeance. Back again. Uh, it's Karina. Okay. My name is Karina Beamersturfer. I am guest number 18, and this is Beauty and the Beast. Yes! <laughs> Your favorite. Yes. She has a tattoo, y'all. I do have a tattoo of Belle on my foot. Mm -hmm. Why is it your favorite? It has been my favorite since I was an infant. Like, mm -hmm. well, I think it's also because it was the movie that came out when I was little, so, like, my parents were like, Oh, it's her new princess. Like, yeah, whatever. Because it, you know, I was born in 1990, so yeah. like it came out right after. So like, I literally watched it. My mom was like, "It's you know, like every kid has like their one movie they watch yeah. over and over again." This was mine, and so it's always been that way, and uh -huh. I love it still, and I cry every single time. So Karina's crying this episode, not me. <laughs> May if I don't uh, hear the song, I won't cry. I'll sing it. No, <laughs> I'll cry for a different reason. No. Then, um, yeah. So and it's. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. Um, so yeah. Uh, so we're doing Beauty and the Beast. It'll be our first Disney episode. Um, oh, it is. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. I was gonna do a whole Disney season, or not a season, but a whole Disney like arc. Yeah. Um, there are plenty. There really are. Uh, Ratatouille in the musical. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, if you want to, oh, we're giving a shout out to um. Chrissy Louise, I love you so much. Uh, she donated to the This Rounds on You campaign. So I was able to go out and buy some alcohol for this episode. Um, the drink this week. Talk about this drink because your husband made... Well, okay, hold on. We were going to make a drink two weeks in a row. The drink has not worked out. Oh, no. Well, this was that we just completely forgot. I did. Dylan created a drink for us and I was like a week ago. He was like, this is what we'll do. And I'm like, great. Sounds awesome. And then we just never talked about it again. We never talked about it again. And then we were getting ready for this episode. And I was like, Dylan, will you make this? And he's like, yeah, did you get all this stuff for it? And I was like, no, because I just didn't. <laughs> so. To be fair, I'm not trying to take credit away from him, but he did not make it up. Oh, it was like a drink that exists. When I when I went to see Beauty and the Beast at Pack, they had a signature drink. And this was a signature drink. But he has since tweaked it and made it like better gotcha so it's one he makes a lot we just what okay so what was so it it's called the beast and it's basically sprite apple juice and like cinnamon vodka or like red bull mm -hmm. or not red bull fireball, fireball. yeah I did that twice 
He says you can substitute the apple juice for the Red Bull, but I don't know how that would taste. I can't guarantee that one. Um, yeah. So that didn't work out because I did not go out and buy the ingredients because I'm garbage. Um, so we're doing Coke. What is this? Coke and whipped cream vodka? Yeah, the cherry, uh, vanilla Coke. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Mm -hmm. There you go. Um, it's very good. Y'all make what y'all want to. <laughs> like, I don't You're just giving ideas. Yeah. Um, all bad ones, but we're here for a strong and wrong choice. Okay. So, let's get into it. We are... Going straight for it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, it's a... So, the movie was in 1991. Yep. And then they were... That kind of... Well, really, Little Mermaid started the Disney Renaissance, if we're going to get into it. Um, so, but, they just kind of kicked it into high gear. Yes. They were like, oh, this is like... Movie, musical, cartoon. They're loving it. Let's go for it. They were researching the popularity in, like, Disney movies. Oh, yeah. Um, so, it was so well-received. So, like, when they did, like, the concept viewing of Beauty and the Beast, um, where, like, they did not have a finished product, they, like, played it in the theater, mm -hmm. and they're like, this is going to be really weird. They're either going to really, really like this, like, movie, or they're going to, like, absolutely hate it. And, like... People stood up and cheered, and they're like, oh, this is actually going to work. Yeah. So, it got really, really popular. It was um, nominated for Best Picture. It was the first cartoon ever nominated for Best uh, Picture. And it barely lost. It barely lost to... Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs. Which is one of my other favorite movies. Which is the best combination of your interests and, like, my interests. Yes. <laughs> I thought about that. I was like, yeah, that would be how it worked out. Um... <laughs> But yeah, and then that opened a whole gate into like um, animated movies being considered. And now there is at least, uh, not at least, but there, you know, Toy Story 4 was nominated for Best Picture. Um, there have been other Disney movies and non-Disney movies nominated for Best Picture. But it was one of those things, it's like, it was a big deal. this is okay that this is happening because it's it's a story that's being told well and like people enjoy it. Well, it was like, it. oh, actually, animated movies are not just for children. Like, yeah. they're for everybody. It's a whole family. Mm -hmm. So, it was so popular. It kind of it was like resurging the interest in Disney and Disney movies and that kind of animation. That um, Michael Eisner came out and was like, we need to capitalize on this. Mm -hmm. Let's and people watch the movie and they're like, this would be a great musical. Oh yeah. And so Michael Eisner was like, bet, let's do it. So when they tried it out at Hollywood Studios. <laughs> Um, oh, I want to tell that fun story. Mm. When I was little, I was like four. Uh, the Voice of Beast did a Q&A at the end of serious? one of those performances. Yeah, because it was when we lived in Florida, so we would go to Disney like every single weekend. So like, and it was also super cheap to go to Disney. Yeah. And so like. That's did, back when you bought like tickets to go do rides, yes. right? Okay. So he did, so he did like a Q&A. They're like, oh, here's a Q&A at the end of the show. And I was there, obviously, because it was my favorite show. Mm -hmm. And they were like, who has a question for the voice of Beast? And my little four-year-old hand went up. <laughs> did you have fun? Well, they, <laughs> they hand me the microphone, and there's a video, like a home video of me. And I'm like, did you, what is it, who is it, I, you know, talking to children. And I was like, when you do the roar, you really scared my brother. And my little brother is sitting right next to me. You really scared him, and you scared Papa. And he goes... Yeah. And he just, like, <laughs> and he just like 
answered me. And I was like, oh, this poor man. Oh. And then, like. He probably had the time of his oh, life. Oh, yeah. And then I think, I don't know if it was the same one, but we went after, I didn't go, it might have been the same one because they were like, oh, she was funny. She yeah. talked to this grown-ass man about nothing. <laughs> yeah. So the girl who played Belle, like, Pulled me out and like on they Pedro pulled me Hera? back. No, the girl like in the show. Oh, oh, gotcha. I'm sorry. No, I would have died. No, she pulled me backstage like behind the gates. Yeah. And she with me, she played Duck Duck Goose with me and like Donald and Goofy and there's all these pictures of me like Aww. sitting in her lap and I'm like, see, I told y'all this my this was my shit from day one. I love that. Uh, when they so, did you freak out when New Fantasyland happened? Do you not remember? I wasn't there when you yeah, saw on. it for the first time. Yes, you were. Because I went. To, we went to Disney before it was open, but they had just put up Belle's Castle and you could see it in the horizon. Yes, yes, yes. And you and Daniel walked me down the road with my eyes closed. Yes. And you opened my eyes and I started to cry. You were all like, okay. Yes. The reaction we wanted. Yes. Um. So my friend went. My, my friend, Michael, uh, we worked together. I used to work at Disney. I don't know if y'all actually knew that or not. Oh. Uh, we were, we worked together, and he went on the opening day Ugh. of New Fantasyland, and he went like he somehow got a thing into be our guest, and um, Susan, uh, Egan, and uh, Paige O'Hara were there because they're like friends, yeah. and uh, they went and he had met uh, Paige at a D twenty three convention, oh. and uh, he was like standing there, and like they were there to like open be our yeah. guest and like do the thing and like be Belle and whatever. And uh, they walked out, and he was like, hi, and uh, hi. And uh, they walked by, and Paige was like, hello. And she's like, stop. She's like, I saw you at D23. I'm done. <laughs> That's literally what happened. Um, so, yeah. So, it was very popular. They wanted to yes. capitalize on all of that. Um, which what Disney has done, for, they have milked every drop out of Beauty and the Beast for Listen, years. But is it still working? Yes. Yes. Are there still little tiny girls running around in a bell dress? Yes. Because there's what depth to her character? Lip. Well, okay. I can go into that for a long time. So, okay. So, 19... Okay, so in 1994, they were like, it's gonna be a musical. Yeah. It's going to Broadway. That's what we're gonna do. So, music by our favorite, Alan Minken. He is more expensive than your whole family combined. Um, <laughs> Please. Lyrics by Howard Ashman. I miss that man. Mm. I need to watch the... Disney Plus documentary about his life. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. He passed away, mm -hmm. so when they... They basically... They used every song from the movie in the show, but then they wrote new music, and he had been the mentor of Tim Rice, and he was like, this is kind of how you, like, write a Disney song. This yeah. is, like, what goes into it. And so they brought Tim Rice on to, like, Finish do it. the new music for it, which was really cool. Um, the book is by Linda Wolverton. Mm -hmm. Cool. Um, <laughs> based on the movie, we got that. Big success. Michael Eisner got that. Talked about it. Okay, so, it opened April 18th, 1994, at the Palace Theater. Super cool. It was there at the Palace Theater until September 5th, 1999, which is five years. But then Which it, is where I saw it. You saw it at the Palace? I'm pretty sure. On the steps of the Palace? Thank you. Mm -hmm. um, it transferred to the... Oh, fuck. I always mess this up. The Lunt Fontaine? Lunt Fontaine? Lunt Fontaine. Mm. This is the Lunt Fontaine. 
thank you. Uh, in no on November eleventh, nineteen ninety nine, <clears throat> it ran for three seven. That's ten. Ten years. Jesus, I didn't realize it, it did that in that theater. It had already run, run for... uh, in for five years. So fifteen years this show ran. Listen, I'm telling you, it closed in two thousand and seven. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, it closed on July 29th, two thousand and seven, two days before my birthday. It had forty six previews and five thousand four hundred and sixty one performances. Oh my god! It was um, it was the tenth longest running show oh on Broadway, god. or it is now, or it was at the time. That's insane. Anyway, it ran forever, and it was one of those things. It was like nobody thought Disney could be on Broadway because no. it was like no Disney just does movies, and it wasn't. It wasn't reviewed horribly, but they were like, it's a Disney movie on stage. But, like, everybody was like, it's Beauty and the Beast, yeah. and we get to go see it. But also, here's the thing is, I feel like, too, there's, like, this thing. It's like, don't bring your kids to the theater. But for the first time, you could bring your kids to yeah. the theater. And it was like, hey, there's a show for you. And that, like, you could sit down and fall in love with theater at a young age for mm -hmm. the first time, really. Yeah. And it was also, like... Not only that for kids, but also, like, adults or, or young adults, because everybody has... Babies having babies. <laughs> um, like, I grew up with this movie. Let me and show it to you. Yeah, now I can share it with yeah. you. Um, so, yeah. It it was the most expensive show at the time, and it cost, like, $20 million. Oh, my God. Yeah, I read a different number, but they were like, if you really did the math, it was, like, $20 million. Shit. Uh, well, I mean, the yeah, prosthetics, no, like, costumes. Those like, costumes are so insane. Well, they want a Tony for it. I believe it. Um, so, this shit, okay, this is what upsets me. This show could have just had an open-ended run. Oh, yeah. But, at, okay, so at the time that it closed, Lion King was happening already, which will have its own episode. Uh, Tarzan was happening, and I believe Mary Poppins was happening. Shit, they did last that long that they had... Okay. Yeah. So, the Beauty and the Beast opened the door for Disney oh, theatrics yeah. on Broadway. I think if it had been anything else, it wouldn't have... Disney would have been like, okay, that was our try. Thank you so much. Um, So, all that was happening, and they wanted to do the Little Mermaid musical. But they didn't want five Disney shows on Broadway splitting the profits between That's the fair. shows. So, they closed Beauty and the Beast so that... For Heelys on stage? Thank you. For Healy's on Parade. <laughs> this is the saddest parade I've ever seen. I just, listen, lots of respect for them as actors, but I mean, come on. So wait, hold on. I have to tell you this story. My friend Taylor went and took his mom. Taylor has seen like every Broadway show and he took his mom to see, they were like, I think it was close to Little Mermaid closing. Okay. And they went and saw it. And people are very divided on Little Mermaid. You act like you either, either love it or you hate it. Absolutely. I'm one of the people who love it. I don't like the licensed show. I liked what was on Broadway. That's its own thing. Whatever. Okay. Um, but they saw it. And at the end, Taylor was like, oh, mom, what did you think? And she's like, well, I'm glad they're in previews because they need more rehearsal. And he was like, mom, they're like about to close. <laughs> Good for her. Um, I don't know her, but I need to meet her. So, she's wild. Um, okay, so, they were talking about a revival in 2008 for the holiday season. It just never happened. 
Oh. Yeah. I think it I think it's gonna get a revival. Oh, I think it will too. I really do think so. Um Okay, so when they created the show, a lot went into it about like, okay, it's a cartoon coming to the stage. Right. How do we do that? Also, we need to explain why this six foot tall person is playing a clock. Like yes. there's stuff to go into it. So well, I don't know, kids walk into Disney where the chipmunks are like four like five feet tall and they don't say nothing. Okay, so our good friend Linda Wolverton, yes, the writer of the book, they were like, kind of go off, and she was like, okay, but I want to hear what the actors have to say too. So she literally like asked the actors oh, about like nice. what their characters should do, and while she did not always like heed exactly what they wanted, they did have a say in like how the show was written. Yeah, which is really cool. Yeah. Um. So the development of the script included explaining how the spell affected like. Lumiere and Cogsworth and like why they were adult sized people yeah. playing clocks and stuff um it added more songs to the show instead of the, just the eight that were in the movie and we had a deeper development of um the beast character yes uh which is so cool it's so good okay so they <clears throat> were casting the show and the director was notorious for like not wanting big names in the show so he kind of wanted to continue that in casting. He was like, I kind of... They weren't using huge names. They didn't use huge names. So everybody who was in this show, like, actually became a huge name. So uh, they asked Susan Egan to audition. And she had been in Broadway shows before, but she had never originated a role. And so they asked her to audition, and she goes, I'm not pretty enough. Girl. So they literally sat there he and was like, wrong. <laughs> they literally have had you to, seen that woman? Yeah, she's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. Uh, they were like, "Yes, you are." Plays audition. Yeah. And so they had her audition, and they were like, "We." They tweaked Belle a little bit because she is an independent character and a very smart character, but in the musical, she's a little bit funnier than she is yes. in the. She's more of a smart ass. Like, yeah. She's just, yeah. And so they really liked that she was able to play both, like the. Independent yes. and the comedic, and uh, at her final audition, they had her sing, uh, they had her like play against like some beasts and some Gastons, mm -hmm. and they're like, Yeah, it's gonna be Susan, yeah. Uh, Terrence Mann, who is gonna be Beast, I'll get into the cast, I promise. Um, he uh, had his final audition was in like a theater with like Disney execs and oh, like wow. all these other people, and he was like, It was the first time it wasn't in his career wasn't just the production team of, like, seven people. It was, like, a theater of people. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, and then, um, so they, they were trying not to cast big names in the show, but everybody, like, became a huge person. Um, Tom Bosley, who plays Maurice, ended up being, like, the, like, the star name in the show because he had been on Happy Days and All My Children, I think. He'd been on, like, oh. two TV shows, and they were like, it's Tom Bosley. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, Okay. So, they wrote songs for the show. So, they had the songs for the show that they wrote. And then they added, like, um, Me, which is uh, Gaston's song. They wrote Home. Uh, they wrote uh, If I Can't Love Her. And then, okay, so, well into the show. I was like, go ahead. Well into the show, they asked Tony Braxton to be a Belle. What? Oh, girl, we get into it. I okay. did not know that. They asked Tony Braxton, they're like, come be Belle. She was the first black Belle. Yes. And they were like, 
come be Belle. And she was like, here's the thing. I'm Toni Braxton. I want my own song. I want a new song written for the show or I won't do it. Jesus Christ. So they were like, it actually halted her joining the show because they couldn't agree on whether or not they wanted to add the song or not. Yeah. So she went out to dinner with Tim Rice and one other person from the from the production team. And she got Tim Rice drunk. And she was like, hey, baby, why don't you write me a song? Why don't you write me a song and I'll do the show? And, like, if you say yes, I'll do the show. I'll sign the contract tonight. And I was like, fat, I'll do it. And she was like, cool. She went home, signed her contract, had it written into her contract. Yes, ma'am. And called him the next day. She was like, hey, remember when you said that I'd get my own song? And he was like, shit, I did say that. Let me write that real quick for you. And that's how A Change in Me got added to the... I didn't know that. So A Change in Me got added to the show. That's so cool. <laughs> and uh, it is now part of the show. Right. And Michael Eisner was like, it is now part of the show. So when they licensed the show, A Change in, in Me is like in the script. Yes. Mama got her own song. I wish I was that famous. Well, and Human Again was also in the musical, but wasn't in the movie because it got cut in the movie. Yes. So technically, that was an added song, but not really because it was in the movie. Yeah. They just left it on the cutting room floor. Right. Right, right. So it just got... And then eventually, it did... Now, if you watch the newer versions of the movie, it's in like the movie. Like the extended... It's in the movie now. Yeah. Which... It's wild. <laughs> yeah, so... We yeah. just keep adding shit to a movie that was 30 years old. Enough. <laughs> Listen, um, okay. I said it came out right after I was born. So, so, the show happened. It was a huge commercial success. It was a huge fan success. Critically, it wasn't reviewed super well. Fuck. But people still really liked it. So, Tony Noms came out, and they were robbed. Um, <laughs> they got nominated for Best Musical, Best Book, Best score. Terrence Mann got a Best Actor nom for Beast. Susan Egan got a Best Actress nom for Belle. Um, what is his name? Gary Beach got a Best Featured Actor nom for Lumiere. Mm -hmm. And they got a nom for Direction and Lighting. Jeez. Won none of them. They... What the hell else was nominated? I... Oh, oh, the thing that won Best Musical was, oh my gosh, I can't remember the name right now, but everybody was like, it literally is Beauty and the Beast. It was like a fairy tale that one, they're like, this is Beauty and the Beast. How dare you? Uh, yeah. Um, so. I'm gonna Google it. Uh, it did win Best Costume, though. Because. Fair. It's. It was gonna win anything, I guess. We're in the cast. The cast of characters are Belle, who is played by Susan Egan, who was Meg and Hercules, mm -hmm. everybody. So she got to originate two Disney characters. Lovely women. Yes. Okay. Some well-known Bells, because everybody and their mother has played Belle. Yes. Carrie Butler. I love her so much. I do, you too. Uh, Tony Braxton. She was the first black Belle. Um, Andrea McCardle. I still have some. Who is the original it. Annie. Was uh, Belle, Christy Carlson Romano, Kim Possible, everybody, um, and Annalisa Vanderpool. From, um... That's a Raven. That's a Raven. She was Chelsea. Wasn't Kiki Palmer also? That's, That's Cinderella. Cinderella. Damn it. Uh, I knew she was one of them. 
Uh, also, Annalise was the last bell. She oh, before okay. it closed yeah, on yeah. Broadway. Okay, she's also auditioned for Glinda, and and gotten a couple of callbacks for that. Good for her. I know, right? Um, Beast, Terrence Mann. We've talked about him before. He was in Pippin. He was also in Adam's Family. Yes. Other okay. Are y'all ready for this? Steve Blanchard played the role for eight years. Eight years this man played Jesus. Beast. And was also the last Beast. He was the closing Beast. Okay. Gaston. The original was Burke Moses. Other famous uh, Gastons. Steve Blanchard. Okay. Who I just named as Beast. Yes. He played both roles. Because he said, why not? I he know said, I'm going to so kill well. myself now. <laughs> he said, I know the show so well. Also... Hugh Jackman in Australia. Okay, I was like, what? Not on Broadway. Uh, but yes, Hugh Jackman. Okay, Lumiere. Gary Beach, who y'all know as the Tony winner from the producers. Have you seen producers? Yes. He's Roger Elizabeth Dupree, the director. Yes. I love that man so much. Um, also, are y'all ready? Y'all thought I wasn't going to talk about it? Patrick Page. Was a wait? No, we're not there yet. I'm so sorry. No, wait. We're talking about Lumiere, Patrick Page. Okay. Who plays Hades in Hades Town? Oh Lord. He also played. He a, got to it. I found it. Also, um, Yvette Gonzalez, Jewel Blackman, and Kate Trinidad, who played the Fates in Hades Town, just released a Christmas album called "If the Fates Allow." Please go listen to it. It's so good. Um, Patrick Page also played a Scar on Broadway. Yes. Something called Passion. There it is. Yes. Passion is what won uh, Best Musical that year. What show is that? I don't know. We're talking about Beauty and the Beast right now. Okay. Um, Mrs. Potts. It's Stephen Sondheim. There it is. There it is. Uh, Mrs. Potts was played by Beth Fowler. You know Beth Fowler. Do I? As the woman who played the nun in Orange is the New Black. Oh. That's That's the Broadway Mrs. Potts. I can absolutely see that. Yes. Okay. Cogsworth was played by Heath Lamberts. Maurice was played by Tom Bosley. LeFou was pay- played by Kenny Raskin. Lord, now we're getting into French. Okay. Madame <laughs> de-, de la Grande Bouche. Woman with the big mouth. That's what her name means. Eleanor Glockner. She's got that Glock. Blah, blah. Um, Babette was played by Stacey Logan. Okay, Chip. The original Chip was Brian Press. I don't know him. No. But other Chips are Nick Jonas. Yes, I did know that. And uh, for our real good Broadway fans out there, Andrew <clears throat> Andrew Keenan Bolger, who was crutchy in Newsies. Oh. And he was also... Um, uh, no, what's his name? Uh, he played the lead boy in Tuck Everlasting. Like, the boy. Oh, um, oh, fuck. I know who you're talking about. Thank you. Monsieur Dark was Gordon Stanley. Cool! Don't know. Me neither. He plays the insane asylum guy. Yeah, I know. Okay. The creepy, like, Crypt Keeper? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, Karina, who would you be in this show? Why are you even asking me this question? Because I have to. For legal reasons, I must ask you out loud. I would be Belle, and if I could not be her, 
I would absolutely be one of the silly girls. I would be Belle just so I could wear that dress. If I could just put That's that dress so on one time. Just once. When I die, can you get me that dress? Yes. Thank you. Um. Yes, I got you. And with my dying breath, I'll say, you're ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Um, okay, now you have to ask me. What role would you play? Honestly, I want to be Cogsworth so bad. He's so good. You would be such a good Cogsworth. Also, I'd love to be Lumiere. This is a show where I'm like, give me supporting cast. No, but like, even if you watch the movie, you are absolutely Cogsworth. Oh, my friend Caitlin was like, I'm sorry, how did you not walk into that room and it was immediately offered Cogsworth? Yeah. Cogsworth. <gasps> I would, I'd love it. I'd pay to see that. <laughs> me and Dylan are going to be Cogsworth and Lumiere one day. Oh and my gosh. And then I get so to nice. wear my dress. And we'll dub over my singing because it's terrible, but I'll get to be Belle. Please. Um, so Jazz there we go. Please. Oh, you remember that woman? Uh... <laughs> Dylan, goes, Dylan goes, a year ago today, that woman took Beast away from your, or what took Killian's role away from him. Okay. So we're here. Where are we at? 30 minutes. 30 minutes to the stumble through. Okay. Yes. We're here at the stumble through. We are at the Lunt Fontaine. Lunt Fontaine? Lunt Fontaine. I'm never going to learn how to say that. I don't care. I do care. I respect theater. Um, we're at this theater. <laughs> Blackout. Are you ready? Yes. Karina's not ready. She's going to cry. I can't wait. Okay. Bum, bum. Okay. We are now in a castle. There's a teen ages, teen yeah. age ish, ish boy. They said the they said the movie left you with a lot of questions on how this happened. So let's try and fix it right here. Well, then the live action tried to answer all but those questions. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna pause for a second before we actually get into the stumble through and say that first of all, what is her name? Audrey McDonald was the best part. She really was. Of Listen, the Beauty and the Beast movie. I did not hate that movie. Oh, I like it. I like I'm it. I'm here for it. I like it, but it's n it's in no way, shape, or form supersedes oh, no, 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 that no, 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 original. No. But it was okay. I thought it was good. Here's also a second opinion about Audrey McDonald. She should have been Mrs. Potts. Ooh. Oh. Disgust. But I do like Emma Thompson. Thompson. She's, She's not I bad. like her. I was just like, can't Audrey McDonald sing at the end instead of you? Well... We just should have had the wardrobe sing the end and not. Yes. Okay, wait. Here's a funny story. I went to see the live action Beauty and the Beast with Emma Watson in it and Emma Thompson and Audrey McDonald and everybody else. I know. Okay, so the last shot. First of all, Audrey McDonald is a, a is a deity on Broadway. Oh, yeah. She's so good. And the entire movie, I'm like, does she hit the high note at the end? Like, like I literally sat down. And I was like, I hope Audrey McDonald hits the high note at the end. And so it's, <laughs> I was very prepared. So the end of the movie, they're singing, they're singing, they're like, Beauty and the Beast. Literally, the last shot of the movie is Audra McDonald hitting the high note. And I was so excited. I got lightheaded and almost passed out. I'm not, <laughs> even, I'm not even kidding. I was so excited. I almost passed out in the theater. I love that woman. I remember you saw it before me, and I was so nervous. I was so terrified. But I told you it was good. You did. You called me. You're like, it's okay. You can see it. And I'm like, yes. okay, good. Okay. We're in a castle. There's a little boy. There's a little baby boy. There's a uh, boy. He's a, he's a prince. <laughs> La Petite Prince. La Petite Prince. 
The Little Prince? Yes. Okay. <laughs> this is a different story. Do y'all know what I'm talking about? Anyway. Um, okay. Then there's a narrator. Yeah. Probably me backstage. Girl. I'm changing into my spoon outfit. <laughs> Once upon a time. There was... <laughs> just mad as hell so once upon a time in a faraway land a young prince lived in the shining castle and although he had everything that he wanted he was spoiled selfish and unkind ain't that how it goes eat the rich so (laughs) one night an old beggar woman came to the castle me um, and offered him a single rose and okay she here's a flower let me inside Okay, first of all, this boy's like 11. He shouldn't be letting strangers in his castle. Thank you. If Killian at 11 was like, here, stranger, come in my house, I'd say, oh, whoop you later. Literally. So she goes, can I come inside? And he says, no. He says no because you're ugly. Yeah, he says no for a different reason. But he also says, don't give me a rose. Get out of here. And she said, she warns him not to be deceived by appearances because beauty is found within. At that point, he should have been like, oh, lady. She's like, okay, little Riddler, little Sphinx person, get out of here. I said no. First of all, consent is important. No means no. Okay. She goes, are you sure, though? And he says, no, go away. Okay, well, then we find out that she's actually this enchantress. Okay, first of all, make yourself a house. If you got magic. I think she's trying to prove a point. Okay, I didn't ask for a lesson. I'm not in school. Maybe she he needed one, though. Okay. <laughs> the prince tried to apologize, but it was too late. For <laughs> she had seen that there was no love in his heart. And as punishment, she transformed him into a hideous beast. Hideous, hideous beast. beast. And placed a powerful curse on the spell. Wait. <laughs> and placed a powerful spell on the castle and all who lived there. Because it's not enough to be an indentured servant. You also have to be cursed as long as a long Well, I don't as know why they didn't, she didn't just curse him. Why they do- actually talk about it in the show. Oh, that's right. They do. Yes. I remember now. Okay. So he's ugly now. He's a beast. And he is like, I'm ugly. She And she goes, here, here's a mirror so you can see the outside yes. world. And everything that you're missing because you're spoiled. <laughs> so the rose that she had offered him was an enchanted rose, which would bloom for many years. What? How vague. Thank you so much. Um, in the movie, it it's says until his 21st, 21st birthday, year. Yeah. So he was like 11 at the time. Yeah. Because later in the movie, Lumias, Lumiere says 10 years we've been serving. So in the math, he's like 21. When also, if you watch... Gays the, can do math sometimes. And also, if you watch the Christmas one, he's like a teenage... He's like a... He's definitely like a preteen Christmas boy. and movies and... Mm-hmm. As long as there's, there's Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> okay, anyway... Um, you know that she's on the top of the Christmas tree and be our guest. Angelique? Yes. yes absolutely. I, I cried when I saw her. Gabe let me see it and I was like. <laughs> I love her so much. That's the tree topper that we need. Yes. Okay. So. The rose that she had offered him was truly an enchanted rose. Which would bloom for many years. And if he could love to. If he could learn to love another. And also in addition to. Be loved in return. Be loved in return. By the time the last petal fell, then the spell would be broken. But if not, you're going to stay ugly forever. And that's on what? Period. Um, And as the years passed, he fell into despair and lost all hope. Because who could ever learn to love Can you blame him? No. Not one bit. Even pretty people have that happen. (laughs) 
<laughs> Pretty people have problems too, okay? <laughs> okay. So. There's a little town. Let's call it a quiet village. Uh, <laughs> and you know what? Every day is like the one before. It's a little town full of little, little tiny baby people. <laughs> <laughs> and they wake up and say, Bonjour. Bonjour. Or, according to your book, which I wrote down, Hey, 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 hey. hey. <laughs> which is the name of this episode. Hey, 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 hey. So Karina had this storybook when she was little. It's like what, those ones with the buttons. Yeah, with the buttons. It's like, on this page, press this button. And th it was like townspeople or something. It was the <laughs> yeah. page for like the bell song. Well, baby Karina's favorite button was the village people. Because <laughs> it went, hey, 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 hey. hey, hey. hey. <laughs> so if I bring up Beauty and the Beast in my household, my mom and dad on cue will go, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> So all, okay, so all the people, they're French. So they say, bonjour. They're French? So, okay, Belle is there. She is a very pretty lady. Yes. She has a book. She has a book. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so. Her nose is stuck in it. She goes, there goes the baker with his tray like always. The same old bread and rolls to sell. Every morning just the same. Since the morning that we came to this poor provincial town. Good morning, she, Belle. Good morning, Belle. She is in this tiny little town. She's like. I'm bored because every day is the same. Yep. I come to this town. Everybody does the same choreography every day. They sing about me. I'm over it. Okay, so she talks to the baker, and he's like, where are you going? That's great. I have business. Come on. Marie, the baguettes, hurry up. Yes. She goes, She goes. I'm going to the books. And he's like, I don't, I don't care. I really actually don't. I was just, I'm just asking you a question. It's common decency to yes. see somebody and be like, how are you doing? I'm fine. Okay, bye. I okay. don't mean it. So... Look, there she goes, that girl who's strange, no question. Dazed and distracted, can't you tell? Never part of any crowd, cause her head's up in some cloud. No denying she's a funny girl, that bell. Like funny haha -ha or funny weird? Weird. Funny weird. Yep. Yes. That's the whole point. Mm. So everybody's like, hey, how's it going? Just pleasantries. Yeah. This song is just pleasantries, but also like. It's like the robotic pleasantries, though. Yeah. They're like, I walk through the same hallway every day. I say hello to the same five people. Like, it's fine. Let's talk about math for a second. Okay. Okay. This woman goes, bonjour, good day. How is your family? Bonjour, good day. How is your wife? Now we're at the math. I need, I need six, six eggs. eggs. That's, That's too, too expensive. expensive. Okay. This woman in the movie has like eight kids around her. Let's do the math of supply and demand. If this woman has eight kids and she's getting six eggs every day, no wonder those eggs are so expensive. Because he's like, if you're going to buy these every day, I'm going to make a profit off of them. And also think about it. I mean, some kids have to split an egg. No. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> no. Yes. Or it's scrambled. Oh. Okay. Still, six eggs is not a lot for eight children. There must be more than this provincial life. She goes to the bookseller. Who was allegedly going to be me, but I said no. Good for you. And she said, good morning. I came to return the book I borrowed. And he's like, you finished already? She's like, all I do is read. All I do is read, 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 no, no matter what. Okay. And so he goes, okay, you know what? You want to borrow a book that you've read like six times? Just take it. Just take it. I'm over it. No, he's kind. He is very nice to her, but he's also like, you're the only. Me. The bookkeeper is very nice. But he's also like, you're the only person who checks out books. You're the only person that reads in the damn village. So, she goes, look, there she goes. That girl is so peculiar. I wonder if she's feeling well with a dreamy far-off look and her nose stuck in a book. What a puzzle to the rest of us is bow. She sits down at a fountain. 
We're not talking about the movie. We're now talking about the movie. Yes. There are sheep around her. Yes. She goes, oh, isn't this amazing? It's my favorite part because you'll see. Here's where she meets Prince Charming. But she won't discover that it's him till chapter three. Okay. Everybody sings about how she's weird. Okay. Here's the thing. We hear a gunshot. Gaston comes out. And he's like, I'm amazing. I'm attractive. He's a good role. He is. He's very, very pretty. He's very good. No, he's just funny. Like, oh yeah, he's it, got good moments. Like, yeah. he's an asshole, but he's good. He's got good moments. Yeah. So LeFou comes out. LeFou is his little like bitch, um, and he goes, "Wow, Gaston, you're amazing. I can't believe it. What do you want to do?" And he goes, "I want to date Belle." And he goes, "Wait, you want to date Why? Belle? She kind of doesn't like you." And he goes. Yeah, but I'm going to marry her. And he's like, are you sure? And he's like, I deserve the best. And Belle's the best. So. Right from the moment. When I met her, saw her, she's, I said she's gorgeous and I fell. Here in town there's only she who's as beautiful as me. So I'm making plans to woo and marry Belle. Then these girls are like, Aw. Enter the funny ladies. They're like, I love Gaston. And we would have a threesome, foursome with him. Isn't he dreamy, Monsieur Gaston? Oh, he's so cute. Okay, so here's the thing. When they pitched this song to Disney, at the end, they were like, the ending doesn't work. And they're like, but what if everybody was like singing on top of each other? And they were like, pitch it right now. And the guy who was like writing the music was like, Alan Minken. Wait, Alan Minken? No, it was... um The right... To- no, it was Alan Minkin. I was say, Alan Minkin. Right? And, well, and Howard Ashman. Yeah. They, they did. They, anyway, they were like, uh, what if they were like, Bonjour, good day, hello, welcome, I need your, I need six eggs. Like, yeah. they were in the room, like, doing that, and they're like, that works, do that. I believe it. So, okay. That man is a terrifying genius. She, Belle is like, I want more. There's got to be more to life. Shaking down every temper. Anyway. I was like, that is not this story. No. She's like, I want more. And they're like, Belle's funny. In a weird way. Yeah, they're not being nice. No. Okay. So, Gaston stops her. And he's like, Belle, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm reading. And he's like, but there are no pictures in this book. And she's like, some of us don't need pictures. You dumbass. Shade. So, he hates on her for reading. Men. Okay, she wants to go home to her dad. Oh, she's like, I'm going to go home. Please leave me alone. I'm going to go check on my dad. No means no. Literally, no means no. Yeah. And Lumiere, or not Lumiere, sorry, LeFou says, (laughs) he's crazy. And she goes, don't talk about my father that way. Well, Gaston's laughing, and he's like, yeah, don't talk about her father that way. Okay. Because men will do anything to get in a woman's pants. Well, Maurice walks out, and he has an invention, and they're like, he's crazy. Like, in a bad way. Yeah. And Gaston goes, you know what? For my wedding, I want a deer. So I'm going to go hunt deer. And him and LeFou leave. He's so sure of himself. Well. Belle goes over to Maurice. And she's like, how are you doing? And he's like, I'm fine. But I have this invention here that I can't figure out. And it's kind of weird because, like, I have a competition to go to tomorrow. You'd think he would have figured it out by now. But, um... Don't shade, Maurice. I'm just saying, if it's tomorrow, you should have had it like figured out by now. So Says she, the person who researched the show today, hours ago. Okay, so she <laughs> goes, Dad, am I odd? And he he's got like giant goggles on. He's like, my daughter odd. Pause. Go for it. A couple months ago, Killian came up to me and goes, Mom, am I odd? And I went, What? 
because I thought my son, my four-year-old, was having an existential crisis. And I was like, what? No, you're fine. Dylan goes, it's Beauty and the Beast. I said, oh, okay. Oh, my goodness. Because I really, truly thought Killian was having an existential crisis on his, uh, on his own. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so she goes, do you think I'm odd? And he goes, my daughter, odd? Where did you get an idea like that? And just like, the whole town just sang a song about it. No. <laughs> like, literally, I think they rehearsed it. Literally. Um, and he goes, listen, we're not odd, except for, like, one uncle that we have. But, like, we let that go. Listen, it's, it's okay to be odd, because you being different means that you're, like, living your own life and being an independent person. So, no matter what, no matter, like, what fathers say, like, like, I love you, and I'm not saying that just as your dad. Like, I love you because you're, like, yeah. your own strong, independent person. Okay. So. Being different makes you special. What makes you different makes you beautiful. Okay. So, she's like, okay, cool. So, they fixed his invention, and he's like, okay, I'm going to go to the fair now. Yep. Peace. And she's like, okay, I'm going to go home. So, he fixed it. Oh, and she goes, before you go, here's a scarf that I made for you. Oh, yeah. Just, like, it. take that for you. And he leaves. This man gets lost in the woods. Wolves, y'all. And there are wolves, y'all. Um, wolves attack him. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So, he runs away from the wolves, and he finds this castle. So he goes into the castle and he hears these voices and they're like, why is this person here? What is he doing? And he's like, hello, I can hear you. And they're like, we should help him. And he's like, I can hear you. Let us help you. <laughs> and they're like, okay, well, okay. So he hears what happened? Okay. <laughs> so they hear, they, they're like, okay, we're glad he's safe. We're glad he's like not dead in the woods anywhere. But I hope he leaves. But also, he does not need to be here. Yeah, he needs to, like, geo out the D.O. Um, okay, so. <laughs> so, he's like, I can hear you. Please come out. Okay, so we see this talking clock and this talking condolab candelabra. 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 Condelabra. Uh, candelabra. Candelabra. Come out. Yes. Good for them. <laughs> and um, he goes, oh, these are like, you're like an invention. That's really cool. Oh, and they're like, that's... They're like, no. None. Please don't fucking touch We're me. We're sentient beings. <laughs> me. So, Lumiere, the candelabra, and Cogsworth as the clock. Could you figure that out? Um, have you seen the movie in the last 30 years? Um, Lumiere says, come here, come here, come here, come here, come here, come here. Sit in the master's chair. And Cogsworth is no, like, ma that is the worst idea. He's my favorite. That you could have right now. So, okay, so then we see Babette, Mrs. Potts, and Chip's come, Chip come out. And they're like, I heard there's a person here. What's going on? And they're like, come in. Come here. Come here. Sit, yeah, sit, sit down. Come sit down. Sit in that chair one, what, right now. He sits down in the chair, and almost instantly, the master of the house comes out. Dun, dun, dun. The beast. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing in my chair? And Cogsworth was like, this is not my fault. Cogsworth was like, I had nothing to do with this. I would like to take this moment to say... I did not do a damn thing to encourage this. Which is, again, why you should have been Cogsworth. Absolutely. Okay. So, Maurice is like, I need to go. And I'm this sorry that this is happening. And the beast comes... The giant candle told me to sit here. I'm so sorry. Literally. And so, the beast is like, 
He goes, come out so I can see you. And the beast comes out and he's like, hey. You're hideous. And Maurice is like, uh. <laughs> and he's like, okay, you know what? Maurice, Maurice is like, I'm going to leave now. And the beast says, no, now you're going to jail. Beast jail. Castle jail. Go to, to castle, dungeon. Go to dungeon. Dungeon. Go to castle jail. <laughs> so. The dungeon. Yes. So he's taking prisoner. He's taken prisoner. Okay. Cut back to the village. All these women are crying because Gaston has not chosen them, but chosen Belle. And they're like, Belle doesn't even like him. I like him. He can marry all three of us. Go for it. Okay. So he goes to propose to Belle. Okay. So Belle is there and he's like, listen, you've been dreaming just one dream nearly all your life. Hoping, scheming, just one theme. Will you be my wife? Will you be some He-Man's property? Good news. That He-Man's me. This is literally the epitome of, like, men. It's a very funny song. Very problematic, but that's the intention. Yes. It's such a funny song. So, he's like, guess what? We're gonna have four or five. And she's like, dogs? Strapping boys. And he's like, no, boys. Strapping boys. Like me. And she's like, imagine that. So he she's goes, not having it. I can see that we will share all that love implies. We shall be the perfect pairs, rather like my thighs. First of all, this man, first of all, just like look in a mirror, sir. Like, if that's what you need, go for it. So <laughs> he goes, Belle, will you marry me? And so he goes, is it yes or is it oh yes? And she goes, I don't deserve you. Well, no one does. So, she actually ends up back in her own house. And she's like, thanks for asking, but bye. bye. Slams the door. So, uh, LeFou, oh, I'm sorry. So, he leaves. He's like, I'm out. Gaston's like, bye, bitch. No, really, but yeah. Well, he's like, I'll figure out a way yes. to do that. So, Belle comes out and she's like, is he gone? Can you imagine me marrying a man like Gaston? The poor, poorish prince. Yeah. Madame Gaston, can't you just see it? Madame Gaston, his little wife. She, so she goes, she, we hear again, she goes, I want much more than this provincial life. She wants adventure in the great wide somewhere. I want it more than I can tell. And for once it might be grand to have someone understand I want so much more than they've got planned. She wants someone who understands that she's got big plans and to accept those big plans and not keep her behind. Period. Isn't that what we all want? I guess. So LeFou comes out, but he's like, he's like strolling around. And she's like, hey, LeFou. She's like, hold up one second. What are you wearing? He's wearing the scarf that Maurice was wearing that he found in the woods. And she's like, where the fuck did you find that? And he's like, I found it in the woods. She's like, take me there. And he goes, no, I'm not going to the woods. Thank you. And she's like, okay, fine, I'll go myself. Okay. Cut back to the castle. Cogsworth is mad at Lumiere for inviting Maurice to stay. But they're also concerned about the spell that they are, that, excuse me, that they're under because they're becoming more and more inanimate. Mm-hmm. As time goes on, they're becoming like the object that they resemble. So like Cogsworth is a clock, Lumiere is a candelabra. And they're like, hey, this person we used to work with is like a footstool now. Like, 
it, it, like yeah. this is happening faster and faster to people. We need to like maintain our humanity, but also we need to find a way to break the spell or like we will be stuck as inanimate objects. Yes. Uh, which is scary. So they see Belle coming to search for Maurice and they're like, oh my gosh. A woman. The, women. Um, okay, so she comes into the to the castle and she finds her father and he's like, hi, leave. Yeah. Like you have to leave. get out, leave right now. You have to go. And so she's like, I'm not leaving without you. Well, then the beast comes out and he goes, what are you doing here? Why are you here? Why are you bothering my prisoner? Woman. Woman. And she's like, hey, this is my father. And he's like, he made his bed. Now he has to lie in it. First of all, he sat in a chair. So calm down. <laughs> like, calm down. Literally calm down. And she, He's a little angry after years and years of being yay. Seclusion? Well, yes. Well, quarantine 2020. So, she, he's like, you have to leave. Leave my house. And she's like, no. You know what? I'll take his place. Women are the best. Yes. And he goes, okay, but here's the thing. It's forever. Mm-hmm. You can never leave. And she's like, "All right, bet. Let my father go. Okay. And she goes, hold up, hold up, hold up. Let me see. Oh, let me see what you look like. Step into the light. He steps in. Hideous bees. <laughs> and she goes, all right, fine. So they let... um. Maurice. Maurice go, and he, like, immediately takes him to the outside. Yeah. She doesn't get to say goodbye. And she's like, fuck you. You didn't let me say goodbye to my father. I agreed to your terms. The least you, you could have let me do is say goodbye. Yes. Now, in the movie, he does the scariest thing possible. I knew you were going to talk about this thing. It's the scariest part of the whole movie. He throws Maurice into this carriage. This carriage that is, like, sentient. And it has, like, spider legs. The spider leg carriage is the scariest thing I ever saw in a Disney movie. He's been, he's been talking about this carriage for at least ten years. It's scary. And if you don't agree, you're wrong. And you don't understand what true the terror is. The worst part is, is not that it's got the legs. It's that the legs come out of the ground and, like, snap all the <gasps> yes, stuff around Yes, yes, that is what the scariest part is. Yes. Okay, she gets it. Okay. i just laughing that you still are on this carriage. I'm still out of ten on it. Okay, so Lumiere talks to Belle. Oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. He talks the beast into giving Belle a room. And she's like, listen. He said, listen, if she's going to be here. Like, at least give her a room. Yeah. And he's like, okay, you know what? Come this way. And she's like. We've only got about 800 of them. Right. So the the beast goes, follow me. And she's like, I'm not staying in the dungeon. He's like, you can if you want to. I'm trying to be nice. Do you want a room or not? Nice. Let's go. Okay. So. He goes, here's the thing. Welcome to your room. You can go anywhere in this castle that you want to, except the West Wing. Now, this is where Bella's the one time she is wrong. She's like, what's in the West Wing? It's forbidden. He's like, it's no means no. I said no. I meant no. That's why I said no. Okay. So, also come to dinner. (laughs) So, I just yelled at you for a good 10 minutes, but uh, your presence is requested. I'll see you at dinner. Yes. yes. She goes, okay. Men. She goes, I made my decision for Papa, and this is where I'm going to stay. But, okay, she goes, okay, this song is called Home. She sings I this song. I love this song. She goes, is this home? 
This is where I should learn to be happy. Never dreamed that a home could be cold and dark and cold. Basically, she's like, I was told from a very young age that like, basically, it literally comes down to like, home is where the heart is. Yeah. And she goes, if that's true, my heart is far away. And that's where my home is. Her, her heart is with her father still and it's not in this yeah d- castle where people are mean to her. So, yeah. She's like, if this is where I need to learn to be happy, that's what I'll do. But don't worry, we'll reprise this song and it'll be so much better. <laughs> Literally. She's like, this is where I'll learn to be happy, but no again, choice. my home is with my father and my home is not here. Exactly. Hold on, y'all. Hold on for that reprise, baby. So... So, Mrs. Okay, so she's in her room. Mrs. Potts comes in and she's like, "Holy shit, you're a teapot!" And she's like, "She says those exact words." <laughs> she goes, "You're a teapot," and she goes, "I'm Mrs. Potts." Actually, the teapot is my aunt. I am Mrs. Mrs. Potts, Mrs. Potts is my mother. <laughs> <laughs> you can call me Cheryl. <laughs> um, so, so okay. So the wardrobe comes to life. I love her. Godrobe. Audra McDonald. That's not who's in the show, but yes. I need to do... One day I'll redo this episode when I do movie musicals. Oh, and just, just talk about... And just talk about Audra McDonald for like an hour and a half. Anyway. You should just do an episode on Audra McDonald. And I will. Um, the Meryl Streep of Broadway is what I call Absolutely. her. Absolutely. She's the only woman who has won... All four major acting categories. Really? She's won Best Actress in a Musical, Best Featured Actress in a Musical, Best Actress in a Play, Best Featured Actress in a Play. Yeah, I love her. She really is the Meryl Streep. And then she went on private practice just for shits and giggles. Don't, don't. That's SVU. Um, (laughs) So, okay. So, the the wardrobe says, Mama, be strong. It's going to be okay. You can stay here with us. We will win. We'll make it as good as it possibly can be. Literally. So, Mrs. Potts says... I hope we can be friends. It's a home reprise, y'all. She goes, though I don't know you too well, if any, if anyone can make the most of living here, then Belle, it's you, and who knows, you may find home. Ugh. Well, that's going to be like a whole thing. Okay, so, back to the tavern. We're back in the, we're back in the village. Yes. <sighs> Gaston is sad because Belle said no. Women are allowed to say no. People are allowed to say no. Okay. So, Gast not Gaston, LeFou, his little... Gosh, it disturbs me to see you, Gaston. Looking, looking so, so down, down in the dumps. Okay, first of all, in reality, I'd probably make a pretty good LeFou. You really would. But that's not what we're here for. See, there are so many roles for you other than the bookkeeper. What a concept. Okay, so... Um, every guy here'd love to be you, Gaston, even when taking your lumps. There's no man in town as inspired as you. You're everyone's favorite guy. Everyone's awed and inspired by you, and it's not very hard to see why. Then we get, like, three minutes of, like, you're amazing. You're You're a model. You look like Lillian Evangelista. (laughs) Like, you are the paragon of people. Man. Men. Okay, so he goes, you can tell any Tom, Dick, and Stanley, and they tell you whose team they they prefer prefer to be be on. on. No one's been like Gaston, a kingpin like Gaston. No one's got a swap cleft in his chin like Gaston. 
As a specimen, you're so intimidating. My what a guy that like Gaston. Okay. Have you heard Dylan sing this song? It's very good. No. Okay. He sounds just like him. So, okay. So he goes, when I was a lad, I ate ten, four, four dozen, dozen eggs every morning to help me get large. And now, now that I'm grown, I eat five dozen eggs. That's just one dozen more. So I'm roughly the size of a barge. No! <laughs> That harmony like it's so sticks well. out so well. Um, okay. Even whiskey's like, ugh. Um, so they're like, you're amazing, you're amazing, you're amazing, you're Gaston. Don't fret about yeah, it, you're Gaston. Gaston. He goes, I use antlers and all of my decoratings, my what a guy, Gaston. Okay. Yeah, I am going to have to do a movie version of this because Josh Gaddis LeFou was really good. So good. It was really, really good. So good. Okay. So, Gaston. Oh! Maurice comes in at a 10. Oh, absolutely. And he's like, kick down the door. I need to talk to everybody in this room right the fuck now. Stop singing. Also, who was playing the music? Shut Secondly, the <laughs> shut the fuck up. Third, I have something to say. Uh, my daughter has been kidnapped by an anthropomorphic uh, buffalo. So, can we get help? Um, so... <laughs> They're like, if only that was the exact line. They're like, oh, of course, that's help. Yeah, loon. Yeah, loon, and they literally throw him out of the tavern. Yes. And they're like, ha ha ha, crazy old Maurice, crazy old Maurice. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, look who I'm afraid I've been thinking a, a dangerous, dangerous pastime. I, I know, but that wacky old coot is Bell's father, and his sanity's only so so. Now the wheels in my head have been turning since I looked at that loony old man. See, I promised myself I'd be married to Belle, and now I'm involving a plan. And they're like, what if I do? This is Killian telling a secret. Absolutely. Killian's like, he won't actually tell you what the secret no. is. He literally goes, he goes, I have to tell you a secret. Okay, what if we went to that? And you're like, okay, cool, dude. Great. Yeah, okay. No one plots like Gaston, takes cheap shots like Gaston, plans to persecute harmless crackpots like Gaston. Yes, I'm endlessly, wildly resourceful, as down to the depths you descend. Literally, it's a cheery little tune, but he's like, you're kind of losing your mind, but I love it. I lo I'm going to use every second of it. Absolutely. And he goes, okay, he goes, um, who can make up endless refrains like Gaston and his marriage we soon will be celebrating. My what a guy, Gaston. And Maurice in the movie is just out in the cold like, help anybody? So he just wants help. He just wants to save his baby. Well, that is true. Okay, so here we go. Okay, so back to the castle. Cogsworth. Mrs. Potts and Lumiere, they're very excited for dinner. They're like, this could go well if it just happens. They are like your best friends when you meet a new guy. They're like, don't don't get too into it, but like we're real excited. Yes. So, okay, Cogs, okay. Changing fast. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Cogsworth is changing fast. Oh, he's changing fast because he's got a, he's got a wind-up wind thing, thing on yeah. his back now. Yeah. And they're like, hey... Don't freak out. But you've got a whole cog on your rear. But your clock. Yeah. And he's like, oh shit. I'm becoming a clock. Yes. Okay. So. I do feel like it's nice in the in the 
musical that the enchantress was like, I'll give you like a couple years to be a human for a while. And then I'll and then I will turn you into an inanimate object. Yes. But I'll give you a few years. Yeah. So, okay. Um why are you writing down time? Just in case I need to cut out what I just said. Oh. This is uncut. Uh, <laughs> thank you for the I warning. I need to make it known. <laughs> okay. So Oh no. It's not coke. It's just so sour. Okay. So the beast comes out and he goes, We're going to dinner. It's not good. Her present MP. Madam Mrs. Pot. Okay. So Beast says Hold she's on. coming to dinner. That's what's gonna happen. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Mrs. Potts and Lumiere ask if Belle could Oh, oh they, they kinda talk to each other, but also the beast. They're like, She could be the one. She could be the one it's to a break. Been waiting for. Yes. Uh, she could be the one to break the spell, but also she needs to be the one to break the spell. Because oh, we got no choice. The rose is wilting. Like, we got, like... Got a little week. We, yeah, we got 11 minutes left. So, like, let's go. So, okay. So, okay. So, try to win her over. Be on your best behavior. Say please and thank you. Also, watch your temper. We're not trying to give harsh criticism here. But, like, but like you have an anger problem. <laughs> you need to see a therapist. Literally, go to therapy. Um... Go to therapy. So, <laughs> so, um, Cogsworth comes out and he goes, hi, uh, she's not coming. And he like runs into another room. <laughs> I love him so fucking much. So, um, the beast respectfully and, uh, logically loses his mind. And he goes and pounds on her door and he goes, come to dinner. And she goes, I'm not hungry. And he's like, that wasn't a question. And she's like, you cannot sit here and dictate when people are hungry when I'm your prisoner. I'm not hungry. I'm not coming out of this room. I said what I said. She said, I'm a prisoner, but I'm going to make this man my bitch. So they fight and they have a verbal battle. And Belle's yes. like, Ver Belle is like, <laughs> literally, Belle's like, uh, fuck off. And he's like, fine. And they're like, what if you were just nice? And he was like, I would like you to come to dinner. And Cosworth is like, please. <laughs> and uh, he goes, please. And she goes, no. no, thank you. Okay, so he respectfully and logically loses his mind. And he goes over to them and he goes, if she doesn't eat with me, she doesn't eat at all. Okay, here's my idea. Your favorite line in the show is about to come up. Here's my idea, okay? Imagine yourself at Magic Kingdom and be our guest. Got it. You don't like what's on the menu. And they tell you. Go ahead and starve. starve. It's so great. He goes, she can starve for all I care. But if she doesn't eat with me, she doesn't eat at all. Okay. What's your favorite Cogsworth line that is right around this moment? Oh, we're not there yet. It's oh, almost there. Okay. It's almost there. I wrote, oh, I wrote it down. I'm sure you did. It's so, your favorite part. Um, so he sings this song called, How Long Must This Go oh, that's On? that's right. It's very short. He goes, how, must the, uh, how long must this go on? This cruel trick of fate. I simply made one careless wrong decision by turning away, turning away a stranger that I didn't know, which is completely acceptable to a young adult. Um, uh, I'm, uh, and then the witch, that witch was gone and left me in this state that everybody hates. Everybody hates me. Who can show me how to win the world's forgiveness? Well, Mama, I think a little bit of it has to be from ourselves. Uh... So, we have to learn to forgive ourselves before the world can forgive us. That's very deep of you. 
Therapy really is worth it. Y'all go to therapy. <laughs> Y'all go to therapy. Oh, so, <laughs> okay. So, Belle is like, hey, guess what? I'm actually hungry. <laughs> so, I'm going to go. <laughs> She's like, I'm going to tiptoe down the back. Sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. Okay. So, she goes out and everybody's talking about her and then... Well, okay, first of all, Lumiere was supposed to be watching the door. But Babette came out and, like, flirted with him. And she, and like, snuck like, out of the room. Gotta go. Yeah. So, she runs into Cogsworth. And then we hear Lumiere. And he's like, the girl escaped. I was watching her the whole time. And she's, like, right there beside Cogsworth. <laughs> so, so, she's like, I'm hungry. And he's like, the master said you... Cogsworth, the master said you can't eat. And Mrs. Cogsworth Co- is the only person that listens to Beast. Uh, he's the only person who listens to Beast. But, even as head of the house... The only person who actually runs the house, Mrs. Potts. Uh, she goes, I'm not going to let this beautiful, young, beautiful little person whose name means beautiful go hungry. <coughs> yes. Let her eat. And he goes, fine. Crust of bread, cup of water, <laughs> and off to bed. <laughs> Which is not my favorite line. It's, it's my second favorite them. line. I know I'm struggling it's with so it. good. Yes. So, so, oh, that wasn't even what I was thinking. Oh, it's yours. Oh, it's I wrote okay, it down. Sorry. Hold on. So they go. She goes, she has to eat. And Lumiere's like, yeah, Cogsworth, she has to eat. And we should sing about it. So <laughs> And I'm gonna take this moment to be the center of attention. And I'm gonna make this moment about me. Dylan. My dad. The <laughs> <laughs> so he goes. Monsieur Mademoiselle, it is with deepest pride and greatest pleasure, I'm not doing the French accent, Please. that we welcome you here tonight and now invite you to relax, pull up a chair dinner. as the dining room proudly presents... Your dinner. Your dinner. Okay, first of all, this one, I need you to look this up to make sure that I'm right, but this song, you can just look up Be Our Guest. This song won the Oscar for best song, best original Did song. It? I'm pretty sure. Um, I'm like 90% sure it won. Um, okay, he goes, while I sing this, you can look that up. Um, he goes, be our guest, be our guest, put our service to the test, tie a napkin. What, did you get it? Yeah, it said, hold on. It was nominated. Then Beauty and the Beast one, didn't it? Hold on. For the 91. Yeah, go for it. Okay, so he goes, basically, he goes, we have all this food. Soup du jour, hot hors d'oeuvres, horse divorce. Uh, <laughs> why we only live to serve. Ty, uh, why we only live to serve. Try the great stuff. It's delicious. Don't believe me? Ask the fucking dishes. Yes. What? Did it win? It was nominated for both a Golden Globe and an Academy Award for Best Original Song, being performed live at the Academy Awards, but ultimately losing both to the film's title song, Be Our Guest. Oh, or, Beauty and the Beast. You, no. That must be a type. No, okay. Yes, there was a period there that I, in my... So Beauty and the Beast won. Yes. Okay, that makes sense. But they were both nominated. That makes sense. Yes. Okay, so I'm so sorry. Beauty and the Beast won the Oscars, which it totally deserved to. Oh, yeah. Um. Okay, so he goes, they can sing, they can dance. After all, miss, this is France. What, what sense does that make? And a dinner here is never second best. Because they're known for their food. Go on, unfold your menu, take a glance, and then you'll be our guest. Be, be our guest. guest. Be, be our guest. guest. Okay, so Be he goes. She's so sad. I am putting on fun that I will poop Okay, so here we go. Mrs. Potts comes out and she goes, Oh my goodness, it's a <clears the throat> guest, it's a guest. Thanks, Thanks the Lord. Lord and sakes alive and I'll be blessed. 
Wine's been poured in, thank the Lord. I've had the napkins, napkins freshly, freshly pressed. pressed. With dessert, she'll want to eat. And oh, my dear. That's fine, fine with me. me. Okay. Why the Cubs do their soft shoe-in, which oh. I did not get until like three years ago, that it was like tap dancing. Yeah. Which I thought was so funny. It's so cute. But they don't have feet. There is a, if I remember, there's a tap break in this. But they're cups. Yes. Okay. So, okay. So, while the cups do their soft shoe-in, I'll be bubbling, I'll be brewing, I'll get warm, piping hot. Heaven sakes, is that a spot? Clean it up. Want the company impressed? We've got a lot to do. Is that one lump or two? Okay. First of all, if you're in doubt, it should only be one. Anyway. Okay. So, Lumiere, we have a somber moment. He goes, life is so unnerving for a servant who is not serving. He's not whole without a soul to wait upon. He is directing all of this right at Cogsworth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all those good old days when we were useful. Suddenly those good old days are gone. Wait, what does he say here? Ten years we've been resting, needing so much more than dusting. Needing exercise. A chance to use our skills. Me every day needing exercise. Most days we just lay around the castle. Flabby, fat, and lazy. You walked in and oops a daisy. That's like the only lyric my mom remembers from this show. How dare she? I think it's so funny. She's like, remember? <laughs> I think it's so funny. Lazy? Okay, so they all sing about like how amazing it is that Belle is there. They actually get to like be useful. Here's some There's dinner. There's a dance break. There's a chandelier that's like singing a desk can above everything. A big uh, uh, thing comes down and the plates are going side to side. Like Literally like course by course. One by one, till you shout, enough, I'm done. The kick line. A forks. Yes. <laughs> uh, then we'll sing you off to sleep as you Bye. digest. Tonight you'll prop your feet up, but for now let's eat up. Be our guest, be our yes. guest. Please be our, please be our guest. Yes. Awesome. I like skipped like four lines. You I'm going to, okay. I'll allow it. Um, it's my podcast. Y'all write me a note if y'all don't like it. I don't care. Okay, so, um... I need you to know he flipped off the phone. <laughs> I absolutely did. Okay, oh my gosh. Okay. Oh, no, don't do it. Okay, so... We should, and now we skip this song. No, we I don't. I don't it's think we can so emotionally good. handle it. It's one of my favorites in the musical. It is, it's so good. Actually, I think it is my favorite in the musical. Okay, so, Belle's like, that was very nice. I got to try, like, one thing because the food was dancing away from me. <laughs> Um, still kind of hungry, but also, can I see the castle? And they're like, of course not. You need to go to bed. And she's in my like. In the movie, it's one of my favorite parts when Cogsworth and Lumiere are dancing up the stairs. And she's just like walking the other way. <laughs> it's one of my favorite parts. <laughs> okay. So... <laughs> they're like kicking their little feet. So, okay. So, <laughs> so she goes. Only somebody as smart as you, Cogsworth, can show me the castle. And he's like, you know what? You're right. You got me you there. You are bro. absolutely right. Follow me. Ah, uh, I know part. Yes. Yes. So he's like, I would like you to bring attention to the smart Rococo design. <laughs> um, and he goes, this is the best line in the whole show. And he goes, and like I always say, if it's, it's not like broke, broke, don't, don't fix, fix it. it. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks he's so funny. <laughs> But in the movie, he, like, literally wipes, wipes a away tear. a tear. It's so good. Okay. So, while she's taking a tour, 
Beast goes to her room and he's like, I'm going to try to make amends. Yes. She is going to be stuck in the castle forever because I make grand decisions to entrap people in my castle forever. I have harsh reactions. I'm so very sorry. <laughs> I've, I've put my trait. I quit. <laughs> I've walked into a trap. <laughs> so. Now I'm going to call your therapist. So, okay, so he goes to her room. Well, she's not there. She's not there. That's for my next to normal fans. Oh, um, I was like, I thought you were going to do that next. I was like, you are? No. Um, so. so, okay. So, he's like, oh, I'm pissed now. Mm. I have to go find where this girl is. That's act two, mama. Why all is that, your act two so short? Because all it is is songs. Oh, that's true. Okay. So, he goes. So, she, okay. So, she splits away from Cogsworth <laughs> and Lumiere. And she's like, I'm Gonna go to the one room in this giant ass. This is the one problem I have with her. I think she's perfect and she can do no wrong. But this time I'm like, girl, he gave you one room. Here's the thing, though. Curiosity killed the cat. Well. There's there's more to that phrase. Look up that phrase. Curiosity killed the cat. There's more to that phrase than than I what I'm saying. Got it. But people only use that thing to be like, you shouldn't be curious. Okay. So. Okay. So they say, don't go to the West Wing. Please don't go to the West Wing. What if we took you to the greenhouse or the indoor heated pool or the um, the library? And she goes, where's the library? I'll go for it. Curiosity killed the cat, but satisfaction brought it back. Yeah, so it's oh. like, oh, I have the answer now. I've never heard that. Yes, because people only use what's helpful to them. That's fair. Hmm. Period. How rude. It's like jack of all traits, but master of none is better than not knowing anything, like, at all. Like, there's more oh. to that phrase than that. Oh, shit, people are rude. Yeah, Mama, you gotta use the whole phrase, not just what suits you. And that's the T. Period. The Mrs. Potts T. It worked. Okay. Yes, it did. Please. Okay, so they're like, let's go to the library. It's just like, wait, hold up, the fuck? There's a library here? Yep. And they're like, yes, let's go to it. We'll lead the way. Both of them go. And they're like, let's not look for the girl behind <laughs> And she's like, yeet to the West Wing. <laughs> like, so she goes to the West Wing and she finds like what I'm assuming is Beast's bedroom. Yeah. In the movie, it's very clearly his it's bedroom. It's his bedroom, yeah. Um, <clears throat> in, the, in the musical, it's just kind of like a, a room, room with like the rose in it. And she's like, oh, there's a pretty rose over there. I don't want to touch it. It's under, it. first of all, <laughs> if y'all go somewhere... And there is a glowing rose suspended in air. Under a glass jar. Don't touch it. Don't lift the jar up. Also, I don't think anything would have happened to the rose. But also, just don't touch it. It's not but yours. But also, he doesn't know. A lot of unpredictable things have happened to him over the last Also, catch years. one of the little specks of magic and lick it and see what happens. <laughs> okay, Killian. <laughs> Eat one of the rose petals that has fallen off and uh, see if that suspends your life expectancy. Lick the jar for while you're there. Why not? See if you can turn it into a Tupperware container. If there's a lid adjacent to it. Take it and press it into one of the books and see how a <laughs> rose petal looks. See if the book glows while the rose petal is crushed. <laughs> that would be... What? Wait! Could you imagine? Belle's like, I'm going to press this into a this book. This is gorgeous. I'm going to press this. Yeah, and like the book's just like glowing on her desk. Oh, that was unforeseen. Corona White, that's so funny. Oh, my God. 
That's so good. <laughs> That's so good. Okay, so she goes to touch the rose. The beast pops out of nowhere. Is understandably. Very upset. Furious. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, the fuck are you doing here? And she's like, I I'm told so- you to not come to I one said, goddamn room. I said, you got to come into any room, into this house. I mean, you could have gone to the indoor swimming pool. We have a gym. We have. I don't know. The library should have piqued your interest there, a little more. The greenhouse. Like, we have it all. We have a pottery barn. Like, we have it all. But you wanted to go to the one thing I told you not to do. About eight million bedrooms. I just have clothes in them. Okay, now here's where he messes up. He shoves her. He lays his hands on her. Yes, and that's not correct. And she goes, fuck you. Fuck my promise. Yep. I'm leaving. And that is where she is understandable. Absolutely. Don't let a man touch you. No. (laughs) Okay. In a mean way. Yeah, and yes. Don't let a man physically accost you is what I'm saying. So... She leaves. She goes, promise or no promise, I'm not staying here. No. And everybody's like... And she shouldn't. No. Not she at was, all. She was shoved. And everybody goes, she was shoved. <laughs> she was shoved. You you poked me harshly. <laughs> you hurt my heart. Have you seen Boy, that video? Yes. You hurt my heart. You hurt my heart. <laughs> okay, so, okay. She goes, fuck you. Fuck your mother. Fuck she your spider carriage. She say that. Yes. In my heart, she does. Okay. You're hot, she does. In my, in my reality, and my truth, <laughs> my truth of the situation is, Belle goes off. And she goes, bye. And they're like, but the curse. <laughs> and they're like, you're her literal <laughs> last chance. <laughs> so, okay. Beast sings the best yes. ballad in the whole show called, If I Can't Love Her. Basically, it's like, oh, I fucked up. Mm-hmm. She was my one last chance. I actually did kind of have feelings for her. But if it wasn't going to work out, then I guess it wasn't going to work out. And he goes. I'm used to disappointment at this point. Literally. He's like, hopeless as my (laughs) dreams die, as the time flies. Love, a lost illusion, is helpless. He goes, no beauty could move me. No goodness improve me. Nothing could have helped me because I'm a hopeless cause. No power on earth if I can't love her. Girl. No passion could reach me. No lesson could teach me. How I could have loved her and make her love me too. If I can't love her. Girl. It's so good. He is in his emotions. He's deeply in his feelings. Yes, and she goes... She set me free, but it's not to be. If I can't love her, let the world be done with me. Intermission. We're back. And we're back. Belle is running home. Yep. She's like, why is the bee singing? She's running. <laughs> she's running. She's, 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 she's just like on a tower. <laughs> she hears like, She's like, what a clean, straight tone. Um, (laughs) Well, maybe I should go back. He's really sad. Is that song for me? Um, Wow. (laughs) A man singing for me? Okay, so, anyway. We're at Wolves 2, part dose, mama. Wolves, y'all. Wolves, y'all, too, part dose. Yes. Okay, and then Espanol. (laughs) And back (laughs) in Espanol. Uh, What is it? Uh, Captions provided in part by... (laughs) Bruce Viewers like you. 
Um, <laughs> so, wolves attack Belle. Men in unitards. Can I tell you? <laughs> Men in unitards. Men in unitards attack Belle. That look vaguely wolf-like. Okay, here's my favorite part of this whole musical. Philippe's not in it. Okay, so you you have so fuck much that horse. For that horse. Fuck that horse. You have so much venom for that horse, and you always have. I don't remember. And I always will. Okay. The day you die, like fuck Philippe. I hope no harm comes to my Philippe. <laughs> so, do you know what I'm talking? Yes. About? <laughs> okay, so she's attacked by wolves. She is eaten. Because in reality, that's what would have happened. But in the uh, Disney musical, Beast comes out yes. of nowhere. Well, Everything he took always... a breath to take that last note, and he went, so sad. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to finish this song, and then I'll go figure out Don't worry, I move real swift. Let the world be done with... Is that a wolf? Me! <laughs> In my, in my reality, that's what happens. Okay, Beast comes out and says, fuck you, and hits a wolf, hits another wolf, gets bit by a wolf, hits a fourth wolf. That third wolf is, like, still on his jugular, and he's like, oh, fuck you, too. And he saves Belle from the wolves. Like, he's, like, real hurt. Yeah, and she's like, I, a fragile woman. Don't you dare call her fragile. She's not, she is gaunt. She is skinny. She's tiny. She's a tiny Looks woman. Looks can be deceiving. She is not strong enough to lift that beast up. You don't know when adrenaline hits, women can pick up cars. Okay, come on, Incredible Hulk. Listen, adrenaline will do it. Okay, I'm just saying, in reality, she would not be able to pick up a buffalo. Well, that's wolf. when Philippe is useful in the in the movie. The only how she get him on Philippe? He knelt down. He's a smart horse. Horses don't do that. Yes, they do. Horses do that when they're sick. They can lean down for a moment while a giant a animal lays on it. I'm a horse doctor. How that horse became a doctor, I'll, <laughs> I'll never, never know. know. <laughs> okay. So, she takes him home to take care of him because yes. he saved her life. Okay. So, he, she's like, I have a cold compress, a hot compress. And he goes, that hurts. And she goes... If you wouldn't move, it, it wouldn't would hurt, hurt so much. much. And he goes, well, if you didn't run away, I wouldn't have been hurt. And she goes, well, if you didn't frighten me, I wouldn't have run away. And he goes, hmm. well, if you hadn't been in the West Wing, I wouldn't have frightened you and shoved you and physically accosted you. Wait, I'm talking myself into a corner. Whoopsies. And she goes, well, if you didn't have a temper, you wouldn't have freaked out. You wouldn't have shoved me. And he's like, you got me there. And he's like, mm, mm. You got me, girl. You got me. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, he goes, she goes, hey, thank you for saving my life. It's a very sweet moment. And he goes, you're welcome. It's so good. There's something sweet <gasps> and almost kind, but he was mean and he was coarse and unrefined, but now he's dear and so unsure. I wonder why I didn't see it there before. The beast is like, she glanced this way. And then I saw, I thought I saw, and when we touched, she didn't shudder at my paw. No, it can't be. I'll just ignore. 
but then she never looked at me that way before. Okay, so all this stuff is happening. Oh my gosh. Okay, he goes, I have a surprise for you. I need you. I need you to come with me. And she's like, okay, what's up? And he goes, he covers her eyes. And she's like, he goes, come into this room. Yeah. And she's like, okay, what's up? And he opens her eyes. He goes, open your eyes. It is a full-ass library. A full-ass library with like a million books in it. And in the recording, he's like, he's like so excited. And it's so fucking Yeah. He's like. Well, because her bookstore had like four books in it. No. And he goes, here's more books than you could ever read in a lifetime. And she goes, bet. And she's like, I'm going to do it. And he goes, it's all yours. Come on. Literally, what more could you ask for? Food. Mm. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> okay. So, but the, she's got the Food, other people. books. We're good. And good, a bathroom. That's all I needed. Accessible bathroom. We're and good. he gave her free dresses. Yeah. What more could she want? Nothing. And servants. And they're good, nice servants who are sweet and funny. Yeah, they're those servants who are like, hey, girl, I know you're my boss, but, like, let's talk about the tea. That's who I want. Okay. Okay. It's a life we're trying to build for ourselves. Um, Okay. So, do you remember in the opening number where she's like, here's where she meets Prince Charming. We get new and a bit alarming. Who'd have ever thought that this could be true, that he's no Prince Charming, but there's something in him that I simply didn't see. Tell me why I literally, reading the lyrics, almost said, but you won't discover that it's him. Okay. Oh, she goes, here's my favorite book, King Arthur. And he goes, oh, um, I can't read. What? He was like 11 when that happened. When you have money, you don't need to learn to read, apparently. No, you still need to learn how to read. Well, apparently not in the French democracy, not democracy, <laughs> oligarch, what is it called? Patriarchy? <laughs> no. Anyway, I know what you mean. What is Government. Called? Say it out loud. How old are you? Say it out loud. 117. Okay. <laughs> so, anyway, anyway, Dylan's a vampire. Okay, so... Okay, so Cogsworth in the movie goes yes. up to Beast and he's like, oh, this was before he gave her the library. And yes. he's like, I want to do something special for her. And Cogsworth is like, oh, you can always do chocolates, flowers, flowers promises chocolates, you don't intend to keep. Cogsworth is wild, He's so funny, his character in the whole He thing. is so wild. Flowers, chocolates, promises you don't intend to keep. Okay, so she teaches Beast how to read. That's super cute. It's very Okay, sweet. and all this... All, Lumiere, Cogsworth, and Mrs. Potts. Potts. The tri- the best triad of friends I've ever Listen. seen. Listen, They're like, there must be something there that wasn't there before. And Chip's like, what's, what's there? there? And she's like, shut the Sh- fuck up. She's like, you're too young for this. I'll tell you when you're older. And so. Um, By the end of the song. He knows how to read. He knows how to read. Which is so cute. So cute. So. I think he might have known how to read. Maybe not know how to read words like in king arthur yeah maybe that's like fair. my thought that's my canon yeah okay because 11 does seem old to not know how to read i told you okay so all the servants are really really excited and they're like oh my gosh this could actually work and if this works we and will the spell, be human again we'll be human again. again they just sing this whole deleted song from the movie but it was added to the musical the extended, yeah. about how 
Um, we'll be knickknacks and knocks no more. Yes, and so Cogsworth is like, when I'm human again, only human again. When the world once makes, when the world once more starts making sense, I'll unwind for a change. And Lumiere's like, really? That would be strange. And he's like, can I help it if I'm t t t tense? Okay, here's my favorite part okay. of the movie. Oh, okay. With the deleted scene in yes. it. Yes. So Cogsworth is like, this song is about them singing about being human again, about like their hopes and dreams yeah. of like having the spell broken. But they're also like, we know they're having dinner tonight. Oh, because Belle invites him to dinner during yes. something more or something there. At the very end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, she's like, how about we have dinner? Okay, so everybody's like, we gotta prepare for dinner. We gotta like redo the castle. We gotta, we gotta like, make this the mod. best night. We gotta do everything. My favorite part of the movie is you've seen the human against scene, yes, which I, I know you have. Is Cogsworth brings everybody in the castle together, and the enchanted rose is beside him on like this pedestal, and he's like, if we don't, he's like. He's got, like, this little conductor stick. And he's, like, yeah. tapping the, like, case. And, and he's like, <laughs> if we don't do this before the last pedal falls. And he, like, throws the conductor stick and, like, almost breaks the case. And I'm like, bruh, you gotta calm down. A pedal falls with every time he hits it. <laughs> he's like, can Whoops. you stop? Okay, so. um, Okay, so. That's cut down, too. Okay, though. They'll be dancing again. We'll be twirling again. We'll be whirling around with such ease. We'll be human again, only human again. They're just very excited. We can't wait to be human tomorrow. Literally. Oh, what glorious morn when we're finally reborn. When we're finally reborn. And we're all human again. Human. Okay. Human. Human again. Again. Okay. It's a cute number. It's, it is very cute. It's cute. Go watch it. It's very cute. Okay. <laughs> so. You have told me something about this song. Oh, we're going to skip it. We're not going to skip it. We're just going to talk about it. We're not going to sing it because it's not pertinent. Okay. Oh, my God. Don't. Okay. So, we cut back to the village. Gaston and LeFou yes. are in, like, a... They're in the tavern, but they're, like, in the corner where the shadows are. With a... Talk about Gaunt. Talk Mama, talk about the Crypt Keeper. Listen. Monsieur, Monsieur Dark. Dark. Uh, he is the... Leader of the insane asylum. The leader. He's the head of the yes, insane it's just asylum. Funny. It's just he funny. is the oh my gosh, what's her name? Uh, uh, Ra he's the nurse ratchet of the yes. the insane asylum. You're welcome. Um, he he goes. Did I finish that? Yes, I did. I the first season. <laughs> I was like, did I watch that? Okay, so he goes. Why am I here? I don't do house calls. Like yeah. I'm a I'm a I'm a person of business. They sing this moot this they sing this song called Maison de Lunes, House of the Lunatics. Yeah. Um, the same asylum. And they go, here's the thing. I want Belle to marry me. BJ was Monsieur Dark when he did yes. Beauty and the Beast. You're welcome. Um I so can see that being very good. He okay, so they say, I want Belle to marry me, but the the key to Belle is her father. He's been acting like a kind of cuckoo banana crazy pants lately. So if we commit him, Belle will come, come and back. save him yeah. by agreeing to marry me. Yep. So I need you to commit him to this. Get rid of him. Get out of here. Okay. So cut to the castle. It's dinner. Excuse me? Mm -hmm. It's dinner time. 
both of us are not well right now. So, Beast, excuse me, Beast is nervous. He's nervous for dinner. Absolutely. And he's like, I don't know if I can do this. And they're like, listen, all you got to do, stay calm. You've been doing good. You've gotten this far. Why not go all the way? Go to the end zone. The end zone is our vagina. So, (laughs) so, inappropriate. So, Belle comes out in the dress. The dress. The gold dress, y'all. It's one of the best costumes. Yes. On stage. Mm Mm-hmm. That has ever existed. It's yes. like top ten for sure. Oh yeah. It's so fucking beautiful. So I uh we had a lighting designer come and uh guest speak at Austin P once. And I don't know if she worked on the Broadway production okay. or if she was working on a regional production. Mm-hmm. But they made the dress. They made it like they made the yellow gold dress of Belle and she was lighting it and she had sent in her lighting plot. And somebody accidentally hit the wrong, like, mm. read the wrong thing. And so they added it. And when Belle came out, it was, like, purple. Like, it was, like, not the color it was supposed um. to be. And she was, like, the thing is, is, like, if you add a certain color to, like, yeah. your lighting. It was all about, like, lighting, how lighting works in theater. And she's, like, I hit two colors. and like, it was gold. Oh and I'm, like, first of all, science. Secondly, incredible. Okay, so. dee nee 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 it's time, y'all, for the Oscar-winning song, Beauty and the Beast. First of all, Angela Lansbury was Mrs. Potts in the movie. I, we didn't really talk about the movie cast, but Angela Lansbury was Mrs. You know Mrs. that Potts. she didn't want to sing it. She didn't want to sing it because she didn't think she could sing she it. She was like, I'm not a singer, I'm just And not. Howard Ashman went up to her and he goes, just talk it. Yeah. Just, just say it. And she is, it's so good. <sighs> Tell as old as time. True as it can be, barely even friends, then somebody bends unexpectedly. Basically, like all one all all any all that needs to happen is one person accepting that things could be different. You have to stop. No, no, because I know how to talk about music sometimes. Just a little change. Small to say the least, both a little scared. Neither one prepared. Beauty and the Beast. Change is scary. Girl. And love is scary. Girl. And accepting that you could be in love is scary. Absolutely. (sighs) Listen. Ever just the same. Ever as a surprise. Ever as before. Ever just as sure as the sun will rise. Tell as old as time. Tune as old as song, bittersweet and strange, finding you can change, learning you were wrong. The lyrics! The lyrics! It's like, you think that when you change your, like when you things change and you're like, oh wow, that was really crazy, I fell in love when I didn't expect it. It's like, oh wow, that I'm an exception. It's like, no, that happens all the time and it's incredible and it's just like a thing that happens. Yeah. Dude. When I met Dylan, I was like, I will never be married. And then now look, I married him 10 days later. There you go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> certain, certain as the sun, rising in the east, tale as old as time, song as old as rhyme, beauty and the beast, 
and in the movie, this is where I always... I know. I know. Oh, no. This is where I cry every time. When they because... everything? Yes, because they're dancing. Shh. They're dancing. And Lumiere, like, is in charge of the lights. He lighting. shushes the lights. And lighting. he shushes the lights and everything dims. And Mrs. Potts goes, Tale as old as time. Song as old as rhyme. Beauty and the Beast. I've chilled. It's, it's so good. And they walk onto the balcony. Yes. And everything just goes. So they go out onto the balcony. Oh, it's so good. And and he's like, hey, I have a question. And he goes, are you happy? No. And she's like, yes, I love it here. I, I have my library. Mrs. Potts and Lumiere are so great. Cogsworth is so funny. And he goes, are you happy with me? And she says, yes, I am. And no one's ever told him that. No. And she goes, here's the thing, though. I, I am happy. I am happy. But I love my dad. But I miss my father. Yeah. And there's no way that I can check on him. And he goes, actually, there is. Here's this magic mirror. All you have to do is tell it what you want to say. And he loved her enough to give her something that he knew could potentially ruin everything. Yeah, and he's like, if you want to check on your dad, check on your dad. I understand. This is yours. It's not mine anymore. I'm giving it to you. Because he loved her so much. <sighs> so. People should do nice things for you when they love you. Ooh. Okay, Dylan does that all the time. I know. I wasn't talking about You this. sound like you're saying that Dylan doesn't do things. Oh, no. Listen, I'm very well taken care of. <laughs> yes, you are. And in turn, you are now very well taken care of. <laughs> Yes. Hey, do you guys need any more things? <laughs> no, we're good. Thank you, Dylan. I love you so much. All right, I can make some Hot Pockets later. <laughs> oh, I wish we had Hot Pockets. I'm vegan. Okay, so. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the Beast lends her the mirror. <coughs> but. Oh, wait. He's her. Oh, oh, okay. So she goes, I'd like to see my father, please. Her <laughs> father is sick and lost and searching for her. Yeah. And she's like. Oh, I need to go. And he goes, then go. You, your promise, your promise to stay here, it it's doesn't gone. matter. It doesn't like, matter. you need to go check on your father. Okay. So, she goes, also take my mirror so that you can remember me and look back if you ever want to. He gave up, he literally gave up his future for her. Yes. So, she leaves and they're like, uh, Cogsworth and Mrs. Potts and Cog or uh, Lumiere come in and they're like, "Hey, how's it going?" We're so excited to not be. And he's like, "Objects later." They're like, "How are you, girl? How's it going?" And he's like, "I let her go." And they're like, "What?" what? And Lumiere's like, "It's okay because she loves you." Oh, he goes, "I let her go because I love her." And he's like, "Hey, she'll come back." That no, Lumiere's like, "That's great." Oh yeah, that's right. The spell's broken. Broken. And Mrs. Potts is like, first of all." You clearly didn't listen to the Enchantress at the party curse us all. Ten years ago. Ten years ago. Because she also has to love him back. So I'm still a teapot. So. So hits the wall. Let's go to bed. So, okay. So, okay. Where are we? Okay. <gasps> okay. The beast says, no spell has been broken. No words have been spoken. She didn't say I love you. No point anymore if she can't love me. No hope she would do so. No dream to pursue so. I look to myself despite all the things I see. 
For I know that she cannot set me free. Girl. Let the world be done with me. He actually takes it down, but I don't remember that. So I'm taking it up. Also, if you're not going to take it up, don't sing the song. Period. That is the... If you take anything from this podcast, always option up. <laughs> Here we go. Belle yep. returns home. And everybody's like, Maurice is crazy. And Belle comes home and she's like, he's not crazy. Well, hold on, Mama. This is a, You're about but... to unlock a whole door. So, uh, everybody's like, the... Oh, wait, hold on. I'm sorry. This isn't in the... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's, let's go back. She goes to Maurice. And yes. he's like, what are you doing? And she's like, the beast let me go. And he's like, the fuck? And she goes, there's been a change in me. And she's seen a change in me about, like, how her life experiences have turned her into the person that she is. I didn't write this all down. Sorry, let me look it up. Uh... And it's like, it is a deep delve into like Belle becoming a bigger person. Tony Braxton got the song written to her contract. Okay. So. Good for her. Good for her. <coughs> so, the mob comes out. Also, mixed drinks are the way to go. I need to stop doing so many shots. Did I not tell you that? Have I not said that? You got that right, girl. Okay. So. Okay. So, the mob comes out. And they're like. Hey, it's the entire village here to take your father away from you. And she's like, I'm sorry, what? And she's literally. Um, and they're like, he keeps talking about the beast. The beast isn't real. The beast is a cryptid. He's cuckoo. He's it's the beast is locked. That's monster. The be the beast is Mothman. Mothman. <laughs> so um Belle's like, Gaston, you know my father's not crazy. You know that. He goes, Come marry me. And she goes, no. And he, like, kisses her. And she slaps him. Good for and her. And he's like, ho? And he goes back to hit her. And everybody gasps. And he's like, I'm not, I didn't sign up for this. But also, don't raise your hand to a woman. Well, he goes. Don't raise your hand to anybody. Let, he goes, let's be real. He's like, you know what? Her father is crazy. Her father's crazy. too. he's not crazy. And I can prove it. She pulls out the mirror. Yep. Mm -hmm. She pulls out the magic mirror. And she goes, show me the beast. And she shows it to the entire town. She's like, guess what, bitch? My father's not crazy. And they're like, oh, is that him? Is he dangerous? She goes, no. No, he's not crazy. He wouldn't hurt anybody. He's very kind. He's my friend. Mama. Gaston goes, if I didn't know any better, I'd say you were in love with the beast. And she goes, he's... I feel, oh, no, he goes... I'd say you had feelings for this monster. And she goes, he's not the monster here, Gaston. You are. <gasps> what a read. So, Gaston and mob mentality. Yeah. Because that's how everything works in America. This is a lesson, y'all. They say, we're going to pick one thing to be afraid a of. cautionary tale. It's a cautionary tale full of love and something and lies. This is Mean Girls. Anyway. Okay. Um... So, he goes, we have to kill this beast. Yep. He's scary, spooky, scary. And we're the only people who can stop him. We're not safe until he's dead. He'll come stalking us at night. Here to sacrifice our children to his monstrous appetite. He'll wreak havoc on our village if we let him wander free. So, so it's time to take some action, boys. It's time to follow me. 
through the mist, through the woods, through the darkness and the shadows. It's a nightmare, but it's one exciting ride. Say a prayer. Then we're there at the drawbridge of a, at the drawbridge of a castle. And there's something truly terrible inside. It's, it's a, a beast. beast. He's got fangs, razor sharp ones. Massive paws, get the claws for the feast. I Hear him roar. See the choreography we will have going on. Please. <laughs> Hear him roar. See him foam. But we're not coming home till he's, he's dead. dead. Good and dead. Kill the beast. Girl. All I can think is that choreography from the Hollywood studios. The... Yes. And it's like there's always like the one guy who's like, I don't want to do yeah, this. Like, and they're like, fucking do it. And his wife is like, no. Yes. Okay. So everybody's like, fuck you, Belle and Maurice. And they like shove them aside. She's like, I have to go save the beast. And he's like, Maurice is like, I'm going to come with you. And she's like, no, 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 no. You're old. I have to do this by myself. I've seen you on the mirror. You are sickly. <laughs> Literally. So he goes, through the mist, through the wood, there's, we're within a haunted castle or something's lurking that you don't see every day. It's a beast, one as tall as a mountain. We won't rest till he's good and deceased. Sally forth, tally ho, grab your sword, grab your bow, praise the Lord, and here we go. Kill the beast. This is such a good singing day for me. For some I reason. know, I'm really Maybe it's because I'm not singing a song meant for a woman. Uh, That's on period. <laughs> I didn't say it. It's called growth, everyone. I was going to say, you're doing like a tell Um. <laughs> okay, so they make this battering ram. Okay, so... Kill the beast. It's basically what we get to. I don't know. Wait, that, I don't know. Kill the beast. Hearts ablaze, banners high. We'll go marching into the battle. Over. No, it's it's broken up more. <laughs> marching into battle, unafraid through the the danger, just increase. Raise the flag, sing the song. Yeah, Here we go. come. We're fifty strong, and fifty Frenchmen can't be wrong. Let's kill the beast. Yes. Okay, there it is. There you go. They break down the castle door. Okay, while this is happening, while the mob song is happening, and they're like, we're going to go kill this motherfucker. Everybody at the castle is like, hi, we hear an angry mob outside. We need to do something. We should defend the castle. And Lumiere goes to the beast, and they're like, hi, you're a buffalo, lion, like, tiger thing. Boar. Can you help? He's like, and he's like, Eames, no. Eames said. Don't be mean. That's what he said. He does the Eames sad. Eames sad. He goes, ooh. He's like, no. Yes. So the inanimate objects. They're like, we'll do it ourselves. Literally fight everybody in the castle. They defeat the mob. They fight. They defend their castle. And they're like, oh my gosh, we actually stood up to somebody. The teacup was able to fight. The teacup was, the teapot was able to defeat the man with a torch. Yes. What a concept. Okay, well, while they're all fighting, Gaston slips up to the West Wing. Ugh. To fight Beast. Yes. Well, while this is happening, Bella's also racing towards the castle. Yes. Doing I mean, her damn best. Well, she's trying. She really is. Okay, so. The fight ensues. Okay, so. Fight ensues. Fight ensues. Okay. The gas, the Gaston. Gaston goes into the West Wing and the Beast is there. And he goes, fight me. And he goes, no. And he goes, fight me. And he's like, no. That's nothing to live for. Your mom's a hoe. And he's like, go off. Okay, no. Belle comes in and she's like, Beast. And he's like, oh, Belle's here. I gotta live. 
Yes. So Gaston and Beast fight. And they're fighting and they're fighting and they're fighting. And the Beast kind of throws Gaston. No, he like knocks him back where like Gaston is holding on to yes. a, um, like, a like a railing. Yeah. And he's like, pull me up. Please pull me up. Please, please, please. I'm full of shit. Literally. He's like a little, yes. Okay, so the Beast pulls him up and hi Lupin. And Belle goes, hey, I'm back. While the Beast and Belle are, like, connecting because he can't believe somebody came back because he doesn't think anybody can love him. Mm-hmm. Me. Uh, no. Yes. Uh, Gaston stabs him. What a bitch. So, the Beast kind of, like, knocks him back accidentally and Gaston falls to his death. Good. Down, 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 down. Riddance. Bye. Karina, emotionally prepare yourself. I'm... Tr- She's not ready, y'all. Okay. This is the part in the movie that Beast I will cry is, every time. Beast is stabbed. He is stabbed. Mortally wounded. Like, in a, he's stabbed in a really bad way. Yes. And he, As opposed to the good way of being stabbed. <laughs> Stab it! Okay. You hit Lupin. No, I didn't. You okay? Hi, baby. He's fine. He's here. Did I really hit him? Yeah, you did. Oh, I'm sorry, baby. I really didn't feel He's it. okay. Okay, so. Lupin. He's like, I'm pretty sure I sat with you the last time you drunkenly we told the story. Hi, baby. Okay. So, Belle goes up to him. And she's like, I'm so sorry. And he goes, you okay, came back. You came back. And she goes, if only I'd been sooner. And he goes, maybe it's better this way. Ooh. She goes, no, don't talk like that. We're together now. Everything will be fine. And he goes, at least I got to see you one last time. She goes, we are home. We are where we shall be forever. Trust in me. For you know I won't run away from today. This is all that I need. So, she goes, <laughs> you are home. Stay with me. Girl! Okay. And then the he, most beautiful little so music she goes, starts. She she goes, please don't leave me. It's like, I love you. So, okay. He transformed. She loves him. So her love back to him. As the last petal. As the last petal falls. Transforms him back into a person. And she's like. Oh my gosh, he goes, Belle, it's me. Belle, look into my eyes. Belle, don't you recognize the beast within the man who's here before you? It is you. It is you. First of all, didn't you just watch him transform? Listen. And he she goes, is flabbergasted. Two lives have begun now. Two hearts become one now. One passion, one dream. One thing forever true. I love you. Girl, tell us all this I time. Knew it's so good. Rising in the east. Tell us all this time. Song as old as rhyme. Beauty and the beast. Da na 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 na. Tell us all this time. Song as old as rhyme. Beauty and the beast. Stained glass window. And then the show's over. Oh, my God. Love conquers. 
I'm so emotionally distressed. <laughs> oh, oh, I have a fun story. Good. So in in the in the Broadway shows, the beast doesn't have enough time with all the prosthetics to actually turn into the beast or the prince. Oh yeah, absolutely. So Emily Emily McGilvery actually gave me or told me this story once. I don't know if it was in college or in high school or if it was just a production that she sh- saw and knew the people in. The Beast was twin brothers with the Lumiere. Oh. So when everybody turned human, the because the fight scene happens and it's just Belle and Beast, the twin who was playing Lumiere turned put on the Beast co- or the Prince costume. So when the beast turned into a human, it was his identical twin brother. Uh, and then when Lumiere came out at the end, it was the boy who had been being the beast. So it was literally somebody who looked exactly the same. Oh, that's And it was like, clever. this is the only way to do it. <laughs> so, twins. 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 Every production we need a twin. Yeah. So did you have fun? I t- it's such a good show. It really is. I don't give a shit what the critics say. Oh, it ran forever, so it doesn't really matter what the critics say. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, it really is good. I'm emotionally drained. Well, that's okay. As I am every time I watch this movie. Yes. Do you have anything to plug? Uh, I have a podcast. It's called Morning Cup of Murder. It is a daily true crime podcast. With over 500 episodes. Hell yeah. So yeah, so if you're into true crime, they're short, super like easy to listen to. If you like true crime, I guess they're not easy if you don't. Well, they're still short. But they are short, easy to digest. Yeah. Actual podcast. Hell yeah. Um, that was it. So yeah, like, follow, and subscribe. Uh, share. Give us a review. Also, send in where, uh, what episode you want to be our... Excuse me? Finale. Finale for this season. And which host, the host is also important, it has to be one that you've listened to before. And uh, we'll get that all squared away. And so, without further ado, like a person who has drunk too much in uh, the ending of any show, it is time to black out.